Welcome in to the Shop Management Show presented by Auto Week. I'm your host, Will. This podcast will explore the experiences, challenges, and lessons learned of auto repair shop owners. We'll cover every topic imaginable from EVs to ADOS, right to repair, the technician shortage, and so much more. AutoLeap is an all-in-one cloud-based shop management software that allows shop owners to better run their business, increase efficiency, and grow revenue. You can find a link to schedule a free demo with AutoLeap in the show notes of this episode. Please like, share, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. I want to touch on a another topic that I think is so crucial to how shop owners can build a very healthy and thriving culture within their business. That's dealing with communication breakdowns. Can you discuss the significance of effective communication in shaping a shop culture? And then what are some of the specific strategies that you've implemented or seen implemented that can get a shop's team on the same page with communication? Of course. And and I what I say about communication is communication makes or breaks everything that goes on in a shop. Whether we're talking about shop culture or we're talking about customer satisfaction, communication is it's so critical and yet we don't we don't spend much time talking about it or thinking about it, unfortunately. Um, the, the first thing with communication in terms of an owner and employees is it has to be consistent. I've seen shop owners whose idea of communicating something was to send a mass email to everybody. Whether technicians open that email or not, it didn't matter. That was their idea of communicating. We all have different ways of communicating. Some of us prefer in-person communication. Some of us prefer email communication. Some of us you know, want to see it in writing, et cetera, et cetera. The reality is you have to communicate in all of these ways because you may or may not know the preferred communication method of, of your employee base. What I would suggest for most shop owners to, to implement is what I call daily huddles. So, so two aspects to this, daily huddles and, and regular shop meeting. Daily huddles are really important every morning before things really get, get cranking during the day to get everybody focused on what needs to be done today, on what the schedule is like today, on how many hours everybody has and, and, and who's behind and, and what their goals are. And this can just be five or seven minutes every single day. But consistency is really, really important. So, so a daily huddle, and look, if I'm an owner and I'm not there, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tap somebody to be there and run that daily huddle. And, and, and maybe it's my, my longest running service advisor, um, Maybe it's, it's, maybe we're going to rotate the service advisor that's going to run the daily huddle. And maybe I do this whether I'm there or not too, uh, to, to, to build that sense of, of belonging and that sense of organization that helps a lot with, with culture. Hey, look, you know what? The boss trusts every one of us at the service counter to run this daily huddle. Uh, that can help an awful lot. But that daily huddle is, is communication. It's focused communication on business and productivity and what's going on today. Some shops will even do that in the afternoon as well. So they'll, they'll run two daily huddles a day. The other piece of communication that, that I ask every one of my coaching clients to implement is weekly shop meetings. Now, everybody hates shop meetings. And the reason they hate shop meetings is the only time we ever have a shop meeting is when something has gone awry and we need to fix something or tell somebody they've done something wrong or we're going to yell at somebody or whatever it is. You know, something went down that, dang it, we got to have a shop meeting. 
Well, everybody hates to drop meetings because number one, there's a negative connotation in this context. Number two, it becomes a becomes a gripe session. It becomes a session where everybody just wants to air their grievances and complain about what's going on. And it goes on for an hour, maybe an hour and a half and nothing gets resolved. So here's why I do weekly shot meetings. When we do weekly shot meetings, we keep things from getting out of control. We can have short shot meetings. We can have 20 minute shot meetings so that, that people don't learn to hate the shot meeting. Maybe, maybe we have to do it in the morning, which I always encourage. Uh, usually Tuesdays work well, and we do it before work on Tuesdays. I never want to do it after work. Everybody wants to go home and they'll have all kinds of excuses why they can't stay for the shop meeting. I never want to do it late in the week because if something comes up we need to implement, then we get a weekend between us and the time we need to implement it. Mondays can be kind of crazy. So generally Tuesdays work out well for shop meetings. We'll do it 20 minutes before we open at eight o'clock. So everybody is expected to be here at 730 so they can put their lunch in the refrigerator, hang their jacket up, and we're ready to meet at 7.40. Always have an agenda. And on that agenda, have a positive from last week. Call somebody out and say, hey, great job, Tom, for doing whatever it was that, that Tom did. Or, you know, everybody, that was an incredible week. We just broke the all-time, you know, billable hours record for the shop. I really appreciate everybody, whatever it is. Have, have some sort of update on what's going on in the shop. Hey, here's the, here's Here's the progress we've made on getting the new scan tool, the progress we've made on, on, you know, maybe we're changing service management systems, right? Maybe we're moving to auto elite service management system. You know, here's what's going on with this. Let everybody know what's going on and then leave five minutes to say, Hey, look, you know, does anybody have any suggestions as to how we can resolve whatever challenge is going on? Eventually shops run out of agenda items, believe it or not, because they have a shop meeting week after week after week. And they've addressed all of these things that could become problems. And so at that point, I tell whoever's in charge of the shop meeting, look, keep a notebook, just make notes every day. You'll always find agenda items. So if you do the daily huddle and get everybody focused on, on production and customers and workflow, that's going to that's gonna help the business more than anything. If you do a weekly shop meeting, that's going to influence your culture more than anything. And it, it really builds a sense of team. Because if we're only going to have a shop meeting whenever something goes wrong, then somebody's going to feel called out. Somebody's going to feel like, you know what, all the eyes are on me because they know I'm the one that screwed that car up and the wheel fell off or whatever it was. Um, and that kind of pulls the shop culture backwards a little bit. So shop meetings, consistency in shop meetings, uh, and, and it will build team and it will build culture. And then if you want to talk individual communication practice, active listening. Active listening is what I teach for, for communicating with customers, for communicating with each other. And what that means is make eye contact, use head nodding, because head nodding sends a message that, yes, I am listening to you. Yes, I am understanding you. And use a technique called mirroring, which is saying back to that person the last two or three words they just said to you with a question mark. Uh, and they'll fill in the gaps. And it's a great information gathering tool. So that's a lot on communication. But communication is is super, super important. Yeah, that's great. Lots to unpack there. Do you have other examples of team building exercises or activities that you think will move the needle on creating a winning shop culture? 
so well one thing that that comes to mind is and it's not necessarily an, an activity but but what happens in a lot of shops is is the shop owner is the the answer person so he or she is the one that everybody goes to for the answers what do you want to do with this car what do you want to do about this customer what do you want what do you want what do you want and what that does to shop culture is nobody in the organization feels empowered to make a decision. So if if we've got you know four technicians and two service advisors and and the technicians go to the service counter and say, hey, what do you want to do about this? And the service counter doesn't feel empowered to make a decision about that, and they got to go to the shop owner. What that does for the shop owner and for the culture is that the shop owner spends all of his or her day answering questions and they're constantly interrupted. And there's this, this term called context switching. And, and what that means is if I get interrupted from maybe I'm doing some accounting or maybe I'm doing some marketing or maybe I'm, I'm having a conversation about insurance for the shop or whatever, and somebody comes and knocks on my door and I have to shift my thinking to how are we going to handle this customer satisfaction issue, that costs almost hours a day. It, it's minutes a day, but it can add up to as much as two hours a day, the data shows, of lost production when somebody has to stop and change the way they think or, 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 or switch what they're thinking about. What it also does is as an employee, in terms of culture, I can't answer that customer's question. I can't answer that technician's question. I can't say, here's what we're going to do. And it slows the whole system down. So I just stopped the technician from working on the car. I just annoyed the customer because now it's going to be another five or 10 minutes before I can get an answer because I got I to gotta go find the boss or maybe the boss is on a road test or whatever it might be. So the one thing that a shop owner can do is use words with employees. When an employee asks a question, say to the employee, what would you suggest we do? How would you like to see this handled? and let the employee give their input. Let the employee, quote unquote, make that decision. If it's an appropriate answer, then say, go for it. Now you know how to handle it. And empower that employee to make a decision. Now, at some point, the employee is gonna make a decision you're, you're not gonna like. It's not maybe gonna be the best decision that, eh, maybe, it, maybe it wasn't the decision you would have made. And so, the way to handle that to improve shop culture is to go to the employee, don't go to them in front of the group, pull them aside, maybe bring them into the office and say, listen, I really appreciate the way you handled that situation. There was one aspect of it that I, I would like to talk about that maybe next time we should consider X or Y or Z. What are your thoughts on that? And so what you're doing is you're coaching employees. And, and one of the bigger things you can do for shop culture and communication in general is learn to coach. And, and coaching is a, it is a skill set. Um, you don't, it's not telling somebody what to do. It's not telling somebody how to do it. It's not showing somebody how to do it. But it's very gently pulling out of them their thought, directing those thoughts to where you want them to be, and then reinforcing that behavior. And, and there's a lot to it, of course. Um, but, but learning to coach and learning to communicate gently like that, one-on-one -on -one can help a lot. But you really, the overall umbrella that I'm trying to get to here is that you really want to empower each and every employee to make a decision 
so that your day is not taken up just answering questions because the shop owner needs to eventually be able to work on the business and not in the business. They, they have other decisions they need to make. They shouldn't need to be able to, they shouldn't have to be the only one that makes the decisions at the service counter. Yeah, I think that's a very thoughtful approach to empowering your employees to take on uh, independence in their role and really own that as well. We touched a, a couple minutes ago on um, recognition of employees during team huddles. I think that's a really important component to uh, everyone loves to be, you know, and, and appreciates being recognized in their respective profession. So why is it so important to recognize and reward employees for their efforts? And how should a shop owner maybe prepare recognition programs or other employee rewards and incentives to really motivate the team to continue down that path of productivity? So it's important because of what you just said, Will, honestly, it, it's, it's important because we all like to be recognized and most of us don't feel like we're recognized when we do a good job. We only hear when we do something wrong. We never hear when we do something right. If you're having those regular shop meetings, you can, you can call people out week after week and say, hey, great job, great job, great job. And that means a lot. You don't have to, you don't have to necessarily do anything for anybody to make them feel good. Uh, some shops will have, they'll have awards, you know, the, the, the best customer satisfaction move of the week or, or whatever it might be, maybe the highest uh, for the technicians, the highest productivity of the week. And it's just, it's a candy bar. It's a free lunch. It's a $25 gas gift card. It's, it's little things like that. Um, one thing that, that we've implemented, implemented at shop pros is a rewards program for doing their training. Um, and so they accumulate points, the more training they do and the more right answers they give, the more points they accumulate, and they can spend those points in a, in a catalog and they can compare themselves to, to others within the network. And, and that will make some people feel really good, but really just, just call outs for your employees. When, when you see somebody do something in a, in a manner that, that you'd like to, like to acknowledge in a manner that, man, you wish everybody would do it that way, then, you know, don't say, finally, somebody's doing it my way, or finally, somebody's doing it the right way. Say, hey, Susan, I really appreciate the way you handled that customer the other day. Here's what I saw. Here's what I saw the customer respond. Hey, check out the Google review they left us because of how you handled them. And, and literally, just talking to them uh, acknowledges them. The other thing that I implement with, with every one of my coaching clients is an employee review process. And this is, this is longer term and bigger picture, but it has that same effect. And if I can sit an employee down once a year and I can say to them, hey, look, you know what? Here's where you really built out your skill set. Here's, here's where I see your strengths super, super, super display themselves, right? I mean, just, I, I love what you do here. I love how you do this. And, and then you've really grown your skills. And I really appreciate it. Um, and and where, where well would you like to work on, on your skills? And we have this conversation. That employee review process makes employees feel really good. It makes an employee feel recognized. Again, it's bigger picture. It's more longer term. But it tells employees, this organization I'm working for is really professional. This organization I'm working for cares about me as an employee. They're interested in what I do, what I do well, what I don't do so well, but they want me to, to that we talk about a training plan, they want me to grow, um, and I understand where my career path is. I understand where I fit in this organization. The other thing that you can do to, that, that, that's related to this is ask employees questions. 
hey, what do you think about, you know, how would you resolve this issue we have with whatever it might be? Uh, and incorporating them in the decision-making process, you don't have to necessarily do it the way they suggest, although you should every now and then, or they're going to feel like, yeah, they're just asking, they never do it my way anyway. Um, but, but that sense of inclusion is also a sense of recognition. And, and that builds a very, to your point, that builds a really, really positive shop culture. And it helps the ownership of the organization not have to carry the full burden all day long in terms of, of decision making. Great perspective there. Why did you conclude our, uh, conclude our conversation with any final pieces of advice for shop owners on this topic of creating a winning shop culture? Do you have any other insights that you think are really important as part of this conversation? Yeah, just, and, and this is a tough one, but really be aware of your reactions. And, you know, I, I read in a book years ago, this, this, this gentleman who, who was writing in a, a book on entrepreneurship, he said, you know, before you make a decision, before you react to somebody, take a shower. And, and his point was, give it some time. I ask, I ask shop owners, don't react to this, you know, either call me, and we'll talk about it or wait 24 hours before you react to it. Sometimes your initial reaction is, and look, I'm guilty of it as anybody is, your initial reaction is a little over the top. Your initial reaction can actually do more damage than you mean it to. And so try to be really aware of how you react to an employee's action. Maybe they screwed up. Maybe they didn't make a good decision. Maybe they... Uh, you know, there's just a thousand things they, they could have done or maybe not done. Um, but just be really, really aware of your reaction because your reaction will influence the culture of the organization, whether you mean for it to or not. So, so kind of become self-aware um, and give things some time before you react to them. And that's That's probably the best advice I can sum all of this up with. Thank you very much for joining me today, Greg. And we'll be back soon with the next episode of the Shop Management Show presented by AutoLeap.